Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I drink lemonade. This week, we talk about the most underrated trait that you can have as a person. It's something that I've been thinking about for a bit, and some recent events that we will talk about have inspired me to make this episode. Admittedly, though, I'll probably have to, I may have to add one more trait because I don't know if I can talk about this for 20 minutes, uh, but what I'm, the trait I'm going to talk about is punctuality. Punctuality is the most underrated trait that I think people can have. I have found punctuality to be important for a long, long time in my life. Who is messaging me? Oh my goodness. Uh, someone is messaging me for a story or an episode and a story, an episode that you will hopefully see next week and a story that you may listen to on the narration channel if you're one thousand one of one thousand of those god dang people because we only got 60 here and i've been doing this for two and a half years screw me anyways i'm gonna send i'll maybe i'll send this episode to the dude that just texted me and he can uh, he can be aware of his interruption i maybe screw you i'll just get mad at him maybe he'll feel bad <laughs> uh, disregarding the fact that i just said that so punctuality if my voice sounds shot if i am reading poorly. I just spent the past two hours narrating stories, so my throat hurts a little bit. Uh, some of the stories had voices that sounded like this, so my, uh, my, my vocal cords are dying, uh, <laughs> and reading my eyeballs are upset. So if I sound a bit uh, monotonous or mechanical, that is why. So uh, I have found punctuality to be important for a long, long time in my life. My family is not punctual. The culture I come from does not value punctuality. And it's something that it has infuriated me. And honestly, it's it's still not fun. I, I don't enjoy it. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about how I feel about it now later. But let me tell you what the, the tipping point that caused me to go ahead and write this script in this episode. Because originally, that dude that just texted me about whatever he's texting me about, uh, there that was the this week's episode and it got pushed to next week because I, I got that upset. Uh, so, okay. So I had this really fat, fat lab due about uh, when you're listening to this, it was due two weeks ago. It was due before Thanksgiving break, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving break, which uh, is uh, the week that you're, okay, it was due one week ago on Tuesday. So last week, Tuesday, when this episode comes out, so I had a really fat lab and we had to make an ECG for my AC lab class for the final uh, final lab. And you had to go in and validate that circuit. So you had to go ahead and uh, like go into campus with the circuit and plug yourself, plug yourself in and see if you get a heart rate on your monitor from it. So we had to validate that. Actually, I'll put a I'll put a picture of my circuit up on the screen if you're interested in seeing that. So that bad boy is an ECG or an electrocardiogram, a heart monitor, a specifically a three lead one. And the biology there is a bit complex, but if you're a physician, you know what that means. Uh, so if you can see those last two op amps in that picture, the two small black rectangles are op amps, and the last two of them are a lot further away from the other ones. That right there was the last part of the circuit, and they were the last like aspect of the lab that we had to like design and implement. And they create what is called a notch filter. If you're an audio designer or an engineer, you have probably seen this. 
Uh, all engineers have seen filters at some point. They're used in so many different things, and they're really important. Otherwise, this filter takes a specific uh, frequency, uh, if you haven't heard of this. What the filter does is it takes a specific frequency. In audio design, this will mean a sound frequency, right? So my voice is deeper, so my frequencies are going to be in the like 200 hertz to um, uh, 4, not 4K, that's way too high, 200 hertz to like 800 hertz region mostly. And the highs will be not as much there. So th th that's where my voice is. For audio design, obviously, I run a podcast, narrations, a lot of audio stuff. So I see a lot of filters, a lot of EQs that deal with hertz and, and frequencies. So uh, yeah, in audio design, this means sound frequency. In electrical engineering, this is usually uh, the has to do with the frequency of uh, the electricity. So in electrical engineering, this is the frequency of the electromagnetic waves radiating from a lot of electronics. This notch filter is made to remove 60 hertz noise, which is a really, really common frequency here in America because your house, your outlets, you know, that the outlets that you plug your computer into, laptop, phone, lamps, everything plugs into, uh, in America here, it plugs into an AC outlet uh, with that has an AC voltage of 120 volts at 60 hertz. Uh, so... Now, here's the super cool thing, actually. Uh, if you're in Europe, your outlets actually use 240 volts at 50 hertz. So if you built an ECG in Europe, they call it an EKG over there. It was made in Germany, and for them, the, the cardiogram was with a K. So you would build a 50 hertz notch filter instead of a 60 hertz one because that's where that's what all the noise is. So like the PC gives a 50 hertz thing. I like I'll, My body will probably have a 60 hertz signal on it because of this, this watch and uh, you can hear it in this mic. The Shure SM7B is a super noisy mic. If, if you don't, depending on where the wire is, you see this fat wire if you're watching the video version? This wire, if it's too close to too many other wires, like, for example, this mic, you see it on the, uh, what is this, right side of my screen? Might, might be the left side. I don't know how this looks on your uh, view. But it used to be on the other side, uh, my microphone. And I couldn't keep it there because my multi-plug that, you know, plugs into my computer, that plugs into the lights I got going on and a bunch of other stuff is right next, it was right next to this XLR cable and it would cause super, like a lot of noise to go through the microphone, which, uh, which sucked. But anyways, yeah. So your AC signal is alternating coolant, coolant, current, your voltage goes up and down and frequency is how often does it go up and like how within one second, how often does it go up and down? We have 60 Hertz. Uh, hertz is one over second. Uh, they call it. So yeah. Uh, anyways, crazy engineering magic, 50 hertz, 60 hertz, depends on where you're living and what's going through you, a lot of noise. Anyways, we want to see a nice, clean picture of our heartbeat, which you can see my heartbeat from the circuit uh, on the screen. I'll put that up there too, if you'd like to. Ignore the fact that it's upside down. If you know what a heart rate should look like, you know that that one is upside down. I have no idea why that happened, but it, it I don't know. But it makes my signal, uh, it got my heart signal. And in order to get that signal, you need to remove all of the 60 hertz floating in not only the air, which is you know just radiating everywhere, but also through you, which we just talked about. For that notch filter, I had a problem with what's called op-amp oscillations. I don't really understand why they happen, but just know that we don't want them bad. I had a lot of that and needed to fix it or at least get my circuit validated, which means I have to bring the circuit to campus and plug myself in. Now, here's where punctuality comes in, the, the actual point of this episode. On the Monday, the day before the lab was due, I had class at 11.15 a.m. that runs until 12.05 p.m., 55 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It is my electromagnetic fields class, which we just talked about, EM. 
Uh, on Monday, the professor, without prior notice, did not show up to class. Now, there was a reason for this. He was in a meeting that dealt with some serious stuff, and he couldn't just leave. But he ended up showing up to class with about 10 minutes remaining, and by then, basically everyone left. Now, this is the third time that he's been significantly late to class. There was another class where he was about 30 minutes late, which was because of the same reason, uh, a meeting that he couldn't really leave. Uh, and it was like both meetings that were dealing with the same problem. Uh, and uh, so then, yeah, so a meeting could walk out of. And another time, they were about 10 to 20 minutes late, and that was because they were recovering from COVID and had some brain fog going on, which, you know, okay. Here's, here's the thing. All of those reasons, all three of them, two of them are the same, I guess, uh, are valid. They're, they're completely reasonable and completely valid. There's a solid reason why the professor was late. Even the COVID one. I've studied the effects of that stupid virus, and brain fog is an incredibly real and incredible. It, it just sucks, okay? So, uh, but on this Monday, I literally could have fixed my circuit and brought it to campus to validate and be done with that lab. And although his reason was valid, completely valid, I will not knock that. The problem, though, is that one, this is repeated behavior. Two, this had a simple solution. He knew that this meeting wouldn't be quick because, again, he'd already missed class because of the same situation before. So what is the solution? You pop your phone out, open the course website, send an announcement to all the students saying, hey, super sorry, stuff happened, class canceled. You may write it a little bit more formally, but you know, that gets the point across. It wouldn't take longer than three minutes. It probably wouldn't even take longer than one minute, honestly. And look, I make this podcast talking about peace and love and kindness and not caring when things go wrong. That holds true. Here's the thing. Although I'm making this episode on how punctuality is important, I'm not someone who's going to get mad when someone misses a meeting time. When someone is late, and that, that doesn't mean I'll wait until the meeting time is like right there. Like I said, to, like let's say I tell a friend, all right, we're going to meet at five o'clock. If they're not there by five o'clock, I walk away. I don't do that. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to wait uh, and either for the person to either send me a text saying they can't make it or, or for them to show up. And if I get ghosted, I probably won't care too much. Whatever, I'll live. I have, you know, I have a lot of friends that I am very accustomed to uh, people being late. They, yeah, I know some people that just can't keep up with the meeting time. Anyways, all the meditation and whatnot, you know, I'm, 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 I don't get upset by these things. I don't mind, whatever. I can't in good faith say that the impunctuality made me upset, but I can say that it's disrespectful. Do I feel disrespected? Uh, perhaps not, because I, I, my sense of self is very unaffected by, by the actions of other people. So the the idea of feeling respected and feeling disrespected is really just based on principle for me. It's not really a actual thing, but but it, it is uh, in definition of respectful being the care of someone's time and, and uh, the 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 value given to someone's yeah the value given to someone and their their time and their presence. That's just a rough rough definition I just made up. I, that's not in the script. That's why everything should be scripted. So I knew I'd add so much more to this. Anyways, this is where we get really, really anal and describe why punctuality is important by telling you why being not punctual is awful. So this, that same professor, not only was he significantly late those three times, you know, whatever, but nearly every single class. Otherwise, he was always one to five minutes late. Again, class started at 11.15. They would often show up at uh, 11.16, 11.17, and, and being late to class means that you need to factor in setting up. So you got to, you know, plug in, open up your laptop, turn it on. Windows laptop takes a second. You got to plug it in, hope that no technical difficulties happen. And that's an extra one to three minutes. And, and this sucks. 
Sure, this may not seem like a big deal, but not only is this a 55-minute class, and again, this is an engineering class, like the things we talk about are incredibly complicated, and we need as much time as possible to digest, be able to ask questions, to learn this stuff. It is really, really, really complicated. I can I, I talk a lot educational stuff on this podcast. I talked about electromagnetic fields probably before on this podcast. I'm probably going to talk about it somehow again because they're really, really cool. However, when you get into the math, whenever you get into the actual like doing it and applying it to a bunch of really niche things, A, no one listening to this podcast cares. It's not an engineering podcast. It's a life podcast. B, it's super complicated, really hard. A lot of the scientific things I talk about on this podcast that I relate to life things, you know, Newton's laws of motion and whatnot, these things are, you know, they're true. And and there's a level at which they're super interesting. However, there's a level where it's not interesting to everyone anymore. It's just interesting if you're interested in it. There's a point where it gets too niche. And that's what we do in these classes. I'm an electrical engineer. I study those niche parts of it. Well, (laughs) I try to study those niche parts of it, right? Anyways, really complicated. We need all the minutes we can get, uh, all right? And uh, yeah, may not seem like a big deal, but we have to understand 55-minute class and all the other engineering classes are one hour, 15 minutes. Why the department made this one class 55 minutes when it's generally the one that juniors in electrical engineering struggle with the most at my college? I have no idea. So uh, these college students not only have lives, but they also pay an egregious amount of money to get taught this stuff. So when a professor is late, it kind of sucks. You are, quite simply, losing money. You don't get a tuition discount for lost time or canceled classes. And extrapolating this away from my one class, let's apply this to events that are held. Apply this to meetings, meeting times with people. Punctuality is paramount. It is incredibly important. I will often have back-to-back things to do and meetings to take, and they are very much so scheduled on specific times. When these times are delayed, I cannot say I have to leave something early Like I, I cannot stay. Like if something is delayed, I just can't stay because I have something to go to right there. So I have to leave something early, or I have to be late to something, and that's not cool. Either way, I don't want to do either of those things, but I have to because I made a prior engagement. I'm not going to be late. It just if it's someone else's fault that something started late, that's the person that's going to have to deal with the repercussion of me leaving early. That, That is not my fault, and I should not be held accountable for it. So unless it is my fault, in which case I'm held accountable for it. For events, when you say you're going to start at a specific time, you should start at that time. Everything should be handled beforehand. You made a promise to people. You should keep that promise. People are busy. You don't know what they have going on. And there has absolutely been a non-zero amount of times where I had to cut something short to attend something because there was a time on it. And I got there and the amount of time it took to actually start was enough for me to have finished what I had stopped doing. Like things like that are not great. I'd have more videos I'd be able to get out. I'd have a lot of things I'd be able to do. Like when I was in high school, I had I had no life. I played Titanfall two every day, and I loved that. And I loved all the people I met there. But it wasn't completely like if I stepped away, it's not like I made income from it. It's not like it helped me do anything, right? But this podcast, I run that. My channel, I run that, and then um, you know narrations now, which are doing well, and I have to put way more focus in that. That's why I recorded two stories this morning. All of that is things I do now, and they're all really important to me, and they're, they, I consider those things a work. So I, I make engagements, and luckily those three things, podcast, channel, narration, all of that is based on my time. I schedule it myself. I do it all myself. Uh, this is completely me. I don't have an editor. I don't have anything. It's just me. So I get to decide when I start and stop those things. I generally work all day on those things when I'm not doing homework, but you know, I... Uh, 
I can, if someone says this is the best time for me, then I'll just go ahead and say, that's great. That works for me. I can just stop doing whatever I was doing. It's fine. It's because, you know, I have more say in my schedule than other people may have. So I can do that. But if they tell me a time and I stop doing the thing I was doing, I stop working and then I meet at that time and they're not there or they're late. And usually it's not a person. This is usually an event that I was told this event is going to happen at X o'clock PM. And then it doesn't. Like, what do I, you know, I just feel like I've wasted time. I feel like I've lost time. And I am a massive workaholic. I don't know. I don't know how much I've talked about that, but I work a lot. Like I work 10 to 12 hours a day, just raw straight. Basically, I forget to eat meals a lot of the times. And like, I sleep at night, obviously, (laughs) you've heard me talk, but that's about it, right? So between trying to eat at least two meals a day and, and showering every day and, and sleeping that, yeah, I do work for 10 to 12 hours a day. It, it's a lot. Uh, and a lot of times I just sit down and like do it. I, I don't do the whole Pomodoro, Pomodoro, like 25 minutes, 10 minute break. I don't do that. I sit down and I work for like six hour increments and like I'll finish something and then say, all right, I'll take like a 10 minute breather. And usually I can't take a 10 minute breather. I'll just do something. I'll do smaller work instead. Anyways, I'm a workaholic. That's why this has become a bigger problem for me as I've gone forward. It's always something that used, it's something that used to annoy me back when I cared, but now it's something that actually affects my output, which is, you know, an issue when you, when you work and you, and you do your own thing, especially. I'm not saying I'm some startup owner or some business owner, because I have friends that are startup owners and God knows how their time is worth 78 billion times more than me. But, uh, you know, my time is worth a little bit, especially with podcasts. Although it may not be many people to listen to this podcast, there's some, and you're, you guys matter to me. You guys listen to this, and I want to get something out for you at a very specific time, very consistently, every single week. People that listen to my narrations now, which is a lot more people. I want to get something out for them. Someone commented and said, I listen to your narrations when I draw. Well, I want to have more narrations out for that person when they're drawing, so they, have, they need less time to look for something. And, and there's so my voice always available to them, right? And these are things that are important for me to get out. But yes, uh, punctuality overall is incredibly important for the simple fact of A, you should be an honest person and keep true to your word. That is one of the biggest reasons I'm punctual. I'm not punctual just for principle. I am punctual because I said I would be there at a specific time. I am going to be there early or at the time specified on the second if necessary. I will like super. That's why just because I want to stay true to my word. I'm a man of my word. I applaud myself on my honesty. I'm super sarcastic. So I guess semi honesty. But if I say I'm going to do something and I'm being serious, I'm going to do it. It's a promise, right? One of the reasons that I've spent so many like hours doing nothing for 12 hours. I take cold showers every single day. I've meditated for hours on end. I've done a lot of stupid, dumb things, the stupid dopamine detox. My discipline is high because I just, I want to be honest to both myself and to the people I promise things to. I do not want to break the promise. And we'll talk about the, the one situation where it's like somewhat acceptable for a promise to be broken in, in a minute. But B, you shouldn't disrespect people's time like that. It's just not all right. Either be early or be present on the dot. It is not okay to not value someone else's time. I've said it a lot, but in life, do what you want. Fine. I can't tell you what to do. But the only condition in life in doing what you want is that you cannot do something that will negatively affect someone. Accidents happen. But being punctual is not something that should be mistaken more than one time. It should not be a repeated habit. And yes, things happen. 
And yes, we have excuses. And sometimes those excuses are valid. However, a lot of things like, oh, my car was being weird, or oh, I forgot to do something, or anything like that, these are things that you probably could have prevented. You could have handled them earlier if you got ready earlier, if you prepared earlier, if you made more effort to be on time, then you would have been able to deal with those troubles. You had to de- you could have remembered to do that thing, or you could have just not done it because you had a promise these are things, these are, and then there are things that are, you know, more valid excuses where you don't have control. You left early, you had every intention of being there on time, if not early. And then someone was texting and driving in front of you, got into a car crash and you were stuck. That's not your fault. You had a lunch date with a friend, but your wife went into labor. Okay, not your fault. You had no control over that. That's, you know, what can you do about that? You're not, you're not omnipotent. In those circumstances, of course, it is not your fault. And there's not much you could have done sort of, you know, short of seeing the future and taking another route. However, in these in these circumstances, even though you have an absolutely valid reason to have been late and or not be able to go, and the person that you made the prior engagement with shouldn't be upset at that. That is not your fault. And yeah, I, I would I would call them the jerk if they got upset with that. Like, that's just not your fault. That's nothing to do about it. They need to get themselves under control if they feel bad about that, right? That's just the world being, you know, that's just life being life. What are you going to do? However, I would say that it is on you. Uh, it is, the onus is on you, I, I, as, as one would say. It's on you to do your best to make, make it up to that person or, or people, whether that be rescheduling or something else. The, the onus is on you to make up for that, right? And, Yes. So I said I wouldn't be able to talk about this for 20 minutes, but I think I basically did. So yes, punctuality. I don't think it's a nice to have trait. It's a must have trait. Please, please, please be punctual. It's not about you. It's not about being disciplined. It's about respecting other people's time. And there absolutely will be consequences if you are not punctual. People will stop asking you to come to things to hang out, etc. Don't be a flaker. Don't make promises you can't keep and do not go back on your word without a very, very, very out of your control valid reason. And when that happens, make sure you do something to make up for it. Punctuality, the most underrated trait to have. (sighs) Music. I've been uh, listening to some cool stuff from Pofu, his EP, Drinking Under the Streetlights. I especially liked Mario Kart on there. Uh, then there's this song called Soda Stream Sky on another EP, and then a single titled Survivor. I still haven't watched anime, but when you're hearing this, I've been on break for a week, so I have finally found some time to do that. Aside from that, the narration channel has hit 1K, which is awesome. I've applied for monetization, so uh, I, I may be making money from that channel now. But yeah, the super cool stuff. And a new story is out when you are listening to this. It's about... 20, it, not, it is exactly 20 minutes long, actually. I made sure, I, I cut it exactly at the 20-minute mark. And it's called The Devil's Confession. If you liked my original story that was on this podcast a couple weeks ago titled God's Not Dead, He Abandoned Us, this is a similar, somewhat like talking about religion in a, like, in a peculiar way uh, from a new lens. And I, the story is really, really good. And it is my, I worked really hard on it. It is my most audio designed story to date and probably will be for a little bit. It took a long time to do that. So go listen if you'd like to do that. But yes, uh, appreciate the support regardless whether you watch here, whether you watch the listen narrations, whether you watch the um, main personal channel, <laughs> you know, the best would be to do all three, right? But whatever it may be, I really appreciate you listening, watching my content. It is more than I could ever ask. And it's really, 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 really cool. 
So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Seriously Funny. I will talk at you next week on The Dot. Much love. Be punctual. Peace.